Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Oracle and the Warrior podcast. My name is Tina, and I am one of God's oracles. And my name is Laura. I am one of God's warriors. Sound crazy? Welcome Welcome to to our our world. world. So, Tina, tell me, what are we talking about today? In today's episode, we will be discussing the epidemic of entitlement. Ooh, that's rampant these days. That is, it is quite rampant, and... You and I have talked about before how different it is from our day, like when we were kids. Yes. And if I would have ever, (laughs) if I would have ever had the attitude of entitlement with my teachers, with my parents. Employers. um, Employers. Wow. Yeah. It would have. And this sort of piggybacks from our last episode of narcissism. Apparently, one of the big traits of narcissism that we talked about is entitlement. It is entitlement. So I'll start by reading like a quick definition of it that I got from our lovely dictionary. So entitlement is a noun. It says the fact of having a right to something. Full entitlement, for example, full entitlement to fees and maintenance should be offered. <laughs> and then the belief that one is inherently deserving of privileges or special treatment. For example, no wonder your kids have such have a sense of entitlement. The entitlement mentality is divine. excuse me, defined as a sense of deservingness or being owed a favor when little or nothing has been done to deserve special treatment. Yeah, it's the you owe me attitude. Yes. And like you said, entitlement is uh, definitely a narcissistic personality trait. Mm -hmm. So let me, I'll read some of the signs of it and we'll see if if they match. Okay. People we know. There you go. (laughs) One of the signs is says they think that rules don't apply to them. Mm-hmm. They're self-absorbed. What? They're argumentative. <gasps> they go out of their way to serve themselves. They feel as if they deserve better. They have an exaggerated sense of self-worth. They feel as though they deserve special treatment, self-centered. They believe they are better than others. They think they know better. They won't up, own up to the mistakes they've made. They don't tend to listen to others and they think the world revolves around them. And I've, I've witnessed this more and more from, and I I, hate, I don't want to throw a certain generation under the bus, but it's where I, where I personally witness the majority of the entitlement. And it's, you know, just in the job market, it's, I'm not going to flip burgers. I need to be a manager. Right. Well, what have you done to deserve that? <laughs> well, and just what is your training? Well, I don't need training. Yeah. You, you should train me. Or just... Give me, even though I haven't given anything in return. Laura, which one are we going to read? It's uh, Thessalonians 3.10. It says, for even we, uh, I'm sorry, for even when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. Yeah. So in the sense of entitlement that I witness nowadays is, I think it's almost like a communism type thing. Like everybody gets a trophy type, right? right? And to me, it's like, no. You want the trophy, you need to earn the trophy. I agree 100%. I don't believe in the everyone gets a trophy theory because what it teaches is that you don't have to work for anything. Anything. (laughs) That it's just going to be given to you. And the problem with that is that when you get to be a big kid, that's not how the world is. No. The world's going to give you nothing for free. So I blame this whole trophy concept on not just that, but on the sense of entitlement nowadays. Because this younger generation has grown up where all of them got the trophy. Oh, agreed. Agreed. And I mean, I blame it on Dr. Spock, (laughs) who literally told us your world should revolve around your children so that they feel loved. 
Yeah, that doesn't. You can still love your children without them, the world revolving around them. Agreed, agreed. And if uh, you spoke to either one of my girls right here and now, they would tell you that they feel very loved, but they do not, uh, were not raised in a space of getting everything that they wanted. Yeah. They got what they were. What they earned. What they earned. <laughs> <laughs> what is in, uh, what is the definition, Laura, of the entitlement mentality? So, yeah, the entitlement mentality, there's a medical review by Dan Brennan from October 2021, and it states that we've all met people who have a sense of entitlement. Maybe it's that person who tried to cut in front of you at the coffee shop. Perhaps it was someone who demanded to be seated before you at a busy restaurant without reservations. Simply put, people with a sense of entitlement think the rules don't apply to them. <sighs> yeah, and it's sort of contradictory because, you know, you and I both aren't the follow the rules type person no, no no but there is a place for for entitlement right well <laughs> but i feel like um we may we we buck the system there is no if ands or buts mm -hmm. but we're not unkind or rude to other people no. we don't believe like, that i don't expect yes things. i have no expectation of anything other than what i've earned mm -hmm. and i believe that you feel the same way if anybody out there has a story of a entitlement situation <laughs> that you encountered, please feel free to join us as a guest. We'd love to have you. We've talked about entitlement mentality. Uh -huh. Okay. So what is a sense of entitlement? That is the you owe me, mm. right? It's defined as the sense of deservingness or being owed a favor when you've done little or nothing to, to deserve that treatment. You know, you owe me. The, the government owes me the, you know, the government should pay my student loans. The government should <laughs> give me money to live, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, entitlement is, as we've already said a couple of times now, it's a narcissistic personality mm -hmm. trait. It's not known exactly how this mentality develops. Well, I do, but <laughs> modern science hasn't yeah. really caught up to that yet. This is what the article that Laura had found said. Uh, it says that it may be due to social factors such as the environment you grew up in, mm -hmm. the way your parents treated you, definitely, whether adults solved your problems for you, mm -hmm. how you are treated by authority figures, which I thought that was very interesting, the authority figures one, because I guess if authority figures, uh, if a kid is constantly getting, you know, they get in trouble, but they have no consequences, mm -hmm then it's going to come to a point of, you know, when they actually do start to get consequences, the child's going to say, well, I haven't had consequences the last 10 times. Yeah. What do you, why, why, what do you mean? I have, like, yeah. I, no, I, you're not going to get me in trouble now. <laughs> it says here that the environment you're raised in can affect how you see the world and what you expect from other people. It can even affect the personal and professional relationships. And I think that's the key yeah. right there is um, where it says, what you expect from other, other people. people. Unless they you pay them yeah. to do a job for you, I don't think that we sh are allowed to have an expectation of anything. Yeah. We don't own them. Yeah. I, I was criticized raising my children. You know, in the playground, my kids would have a toy and another kid would come up and uh, expect the toy, right? <laughs> and parents would be like, you know, why aren't they sharing? And I'm like, they don't, they don't have to share it. Is it nice to share? Yes. But I am in no way ever going to tell my child that they have to give something because just because they want it. You know, the right. brat kid comes up. It's like, I want your toy. Well, you don't have to share it, babe. 
you know, and, and other parents would literally guilt them and to be like, well, why don't you want to share? So I was, I was criticized for that one. What? Yeah. yeah. Criticized. <laughs> for not making my kids share. It is their choice. And sometimes they actually chose to share because they wanted to play with another little kid. So they would share their toy. And other times they would be like, nope, and I think I'm that, good with my toy alone. <laughs> and I think that those are really good life lessons mm-hmm. because the, 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 if you flip it, right, the child who I want that yeah. and you're going to give it to me and the parent who says, well, but my child wants it. I have had that happen. No, but my child wants yes. it. No, your child needs to give my child yes. their toy because he wants it or she <laughs> wants it. Little and, did they know who they were talking to. <laughs> <laughs> and what does that and what does that invoke? Just a sense of entitlement. entitlement. Yeah, exactly. We're not doing our children any favors uh, when we do this because there is such long-term damage. Yeah. And Laura, you want to talk about some of the long-term damage? <laughs> Not coming up to me and asking me for stuff. <laughs> so the, the, this article states that when you believe you're entitled to better treatment than others, that, of course, the rules don't apply to you. And the more likely you are to suffer in the long term because, you, of course, you're going to have a temper tantrum. You want something, you, you don't get it. So given that you simply believe you aren't getting what you're owed, an entitlement mentality can result in the conflict, of course, in relationships, unhappiness because you don't get what you want, disappointment. And the worst is depression because you grew up thinking I, I'm entitled to all of this and now I can't have it. So I am I will go into a depression. So, yeah. And your career definitely is oh, going to imagine suck. with your boss. Like I deserve that that raise. Well, you didn't do anything for it. Well, yeah. <laughs> and entitled people from what we read, entitled people actually interview really well and mm-hmm. can lead, uh, land these really amazing like leadership roles because of their confidence. Oh, because yeah. They I rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I'm entitled to this, right? Mm-hmm. But however, since they lack the whole team spirit and like working together and avoid problem solving in the workplace because they're they just, don't they don't need to because they're just entitled, right? So most of the decisions that an uh, entitled person makes are, they're self-serving. Yeah. They're not going to be fair. They're not going to be you know, what's best for the company. It's going to be what's best for them. And that can quickly become apparent to their coworkers. You know, let's take this into not just coworkers, but into, you know, your intimate relationships, your friendships, your, you know, I think we've all had that friend who uh, no matter what, they always decided where you were going to eat, where Mm -hmm. you were going to shop, what movie you were going to see, you know, because if you didn't follow along with it, then they were going to throw a temper tantrum. Yeah. Well, and that goes back to the narcissist. It does go back to the <laughs> yeah. narcissist. And if we want to get a little biblical here, you know, it's James 4, 6, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Yeah. So bring it down now. Bring, bring <laughs> it down. Simmer down. <laughs> I can't. I, will you say that one? Thessalonians. For me? Yes. Thank you. Second <laughs> Thessalonians 3, 12. Uh, so 12 says, now such persons we command and encourage in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. Yeah. Don't expect it from somebody else. Yeah. No, there is no. When you have an expectation, you're setting yourself up for failure. For failure. 
you are setting yourself up 100% mm-hmm. for failure. There is something called the cycle of entitlement. It will very quickly become something that is going to just make life not real great for you. And I can't imagine how entitled person suffers when, when they enter the quote real world, you know, Whoa. leaving that sheltered home and the trophies that you got and, Exactly. Well, but we did see that. Um, we, we see it all the time of when people come in and they want this magic wand. And in holistic healing, there is no magic wand mm-hmm. and we don't heal anything. We just help other people to see, you know, the path to healing themselves. And it's like, well, no, I'm going to pay you this money and you just just do it. <laughs> get your magic wand and just do it. Yeah. And because they don't want to look within, you know. But the cycle of entitlement, it is setting you up for disappointment. For failure, yeah. Absolutely. But it's this vicious three-step cycle. And I'll start it out. When you're entitled, mm-hmm. you're always vulnerable to the threat of unmet expectations. That's got to be daily. Every single oh, day. That would, I'd be miserable. Yeah. <laughs> Laura, what's the next the one? The next one says, when your expectations aren't met, it can lead to dissatisfaction and other emotions like anger and a sense of being cheated. Exactly. And then the third uh, uh, step in this cycle is when you're distressed, you try to fix the situation and console yourself. This results in self-reassurance that you deserve everything you've ever wanted, which reinforces the same entitled behavior. Yeah, and And it it just just brings anger. Exactly. And it just keeps going around and around and around. And so we have a guest. Namaste, City Life. Awesome. There we go. Hello and welcome. Hi, how are you? We are doing well. How are you today? Awesome. I'm doing well. I'm on my commute um, going back home and I'm listening to you talking about a topic that I've been thinking about a lot recently. Well, share your thoughts with us. Yeah. So when I realized that most of my disappointment that happens in relationships comes from false expectations was a big enlightenment for me and i love that uh you guys are talking about that it's many i feel like many times we set those expectations without discussing and and talking to the other person about them right we kind of like come up with them on our own and what ends up happening is mostly we get hurt ourselves then right yeah. And- because I think it's um, <clears throat> society tells us that when you get into, you know, you you go out on a date with somebody and then they say, oh, I really like you. I really like you. Your expectation is from what society says, you're entitled to a phone call within, you know, a 24 hour <laughs> period or a three day period, whatever. I don't know what it is nowadays because I've been married for so long. I'm so old, you know. And then when that doesn't happen, because society says that's what you're entitled to, but yet you didn't talk to that person and say, hey, are we going to go out again or we just going to be buds or what are we going to do? Exactly. didn't come into an agreement. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But society teaches us um, that it's just an entitlement. And um, as a matter of fact, uh, when when Laura and I were younger, uh, there was this big thing of entitlement of if a man bought you dinner then he felt entitled to have sex with you. Mm, and, yeah. <laughs> I ordered the salad, so it wasn't that <laughs> So they just got a kiss a on little. the cheek. <laughs> You're if like, it was lobster, you had to go a little. 
so yeah so i guess that was that was the agreement phase right there of what you ordered told them how far you were willing to go so well i just want to tell you that i'm really proud of you uh yeah. it is it is very hard to recognize absolutely to to recognize accountability it is that's the hard one mm -hmm. it's hard to recognize that you yourself are doing it but then to turn around and take accountability of it but that's yeah. how that's how we heal and it's also how we become a better human and we have better experiences and we find self-love and then we're willing to say to our date i'm gonna order the lobster but i'm not having sex with you <laughs> yeah, I love that. But also, I feel like a lot of times we get confused because we think of how we are going to react in a certain situation, right? And we expect that mm -hmm. the other person is going to react in the same mm -hmm. way we would. So I think that also happens pretty often. And, and, and once I realized, at least personally, that was a big moment for me and let me heal from 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 different situations where I got hurt from family members, from friends, right? It was very eye opening and I and I hope that other people try to realize when this is happening and and heal themselves. Well you are a very beautiful, brave young woman. And <laughs> uh, you absolutely hit hit the nail on the head, if you will. We're, we're going to be going into overcoming the sense of entitlement next. Awesome. And, and, and you absolutely are correct. You start practicing gratitude and humility and you become more responsible and more considerate of others and not have the expectation of another human being because we don't own another human. Yes. And we don't get to tell them how they must feel. It is our job to just decide what we will accept in our space, what is acceptable for us. And if that's acceptable for them too, that's great. And if it's not, that's okay too. Then you lovingly just part ways because you're not compatible. But I'm really, um, Laura and I both are very impressed with you, young lady. Oh, thank you. And I, I would love to talk to you more and I'm going to keep listening to, to your discussion. Fabulous. And if you want to uh, request to join again, if you have anything else you want to share with us, please do. And while we're waiting on that, let's let's go ahead and go over the um, the overcoming the sense of entitlement. Mm -hmm. So it does state that if you find you have a sense of entitlement, it's you know, there are ways to change that mindset, which Namaste City Life said she she discovered herself. So um, just like you mentioned earlier, just practice gratitude and humility and just become more responsible and considerate of other human beings. Don't assume and expect mm -hmm. anything from anyone. Exactly. You are only ha you only have control of yourself, of right. how you act and react. So if you're trying to overcome an entitlement, um, we can start with some of the following tips. Yeah, so, the first one is the golden rule, mm -hmm. which is practice treating others the way you would like to be treated. That's a big one for me. It's I've always do onto others. Yeah, and regardless of social status, we're all human beings. Yes. It doesn't matter if you're male, if you're female, if you are, um, you know, wealthy, if you are barely making it, if you are homeless. We're all humans. Mm -hmm. We're all here having a human experience. Yes. And every human being deserves love, deserves kindness, and 
to be recognized as equal. Yeah. As yeah, equal. And it, and it also states, you know, just recognize that all situations are not unfair. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Uh, all situations are not going to work out the way you want. Yeah, that's a that's a big one that I have noticed with my children. Every, they're constantly saying, but that's just not fair. And I just love saying, well, tough shit. Life isn't fair. <laughs> not with those specific words. <laughs> but just explaining to them, praying that they don't get that a sense of entitlement, that not, not everything is fair and it doesn't work out to make you personally happy exactly and you know uh if you are in a situation and you're like this isn't fair like yeah. this is not fair just pause for a minute and think about it is it right that uh, because you're paying tuition you have to get good grades consider looking at it from a broader perspective of is is it unfair or is it disappointing yeah because there's a big difference there between so me handing my teacher a 10 didn't get me the good grade. <laughs> well, I think Dang it. I think just paying your tuition didn't do that. The ten might work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next one, Laura? Respect. So use respect and kindness when interacting with others. Everyone, like we said, is human, and we all have feelings and struggles of our own. So just go easy on each other. Be sympathetic of their needs. So, and that doesn't mean be sympathetic to their needs to the point that is detrimental to you. To yourself. Because yeah. again, now we're, if we're going to that space, now we're going to start creating narcissists and mm -hmm. we're going to keep perpetuating the cycle of entitlement, but be sympathetic to their needs. If you can accommodate, that's great. If you can't, or it is going to hurt you, then don't. Yeah. Because you do need to take care of yourself as well. One, I think one of the really big ones is these are all learning experiences. So learn from them. Mm -hmm. Learn from your experiences. Treat those experiences as, as learning tools. And this thing here says, uh, making a mistake isn't the end of the world. Mistakes that were made can be corrected next time. Never stop learning and looking for value in mistakes. So I don't use the yeah, word. Yeah, you don't like the word mistake. I don't use the word mistakes. I call them learning experiences. But they're only learning experiences if you learn, if you learn. from them. Mm -hmm. If you, the first time is a learning experience. The second time is a second chance at a learning experience. Yeah. Once you start hitting three and four, then yeah, I guess you'd have to go into mistake. Yeah. And I'm trying to look back. I'm like, just thinking, is there any time I felt entitled? Like that was unfair and I should have got it. Nothing off the top of my head, but it's just not my mentality. And I, so I, it goes back to, is it just the way you were raised? Um, do you, are you necessarily a narcissist? I mean, is this just one of the traits of the narcissist? Is it part of narcissism itself you know and then we go into which we're doing in a whole other episode these uh, involuntary celibates they have a um strong need <laughs> yes to we will we will have another episode on that and we will keep y'all posted the whole sense of entitlement is, is right ridiculous, so. I, I agree 100 yes. percent. yeah and, but, I, and again if there's anybody out there any stories that you've had even if it's a funny story you witnessed with somebody else that they thought they were entitled to something of yours and <laughs> yeah <laughs> you didn't want to share <laughs> well yeah and as laura was touching on before the movement if you will and it's called incels, mm -hmm. and it means uh, incel means involuntarily celibate, and it is primarily primarily male. Mm -hmm. These men believe that they that our government should issue women to them because they are unable to get women to have sex with them, mm -hmm. and they feel entitled. 
to have another human being issued to them. And they do have uh, specifications, though. It has to be the top 20% of the most attractive females. Who decides that, though? Because I think I'm hot. What I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm just kidding. I'm pretty uh, sexy myself, but I don't know that they're looking for 52. <laughs> oh, dang it. Hey, you never know. You never know. When we were reading about it, we were just absolutely floored. Disgusted, sad, every emotion, I think. The, the negative emotion. The entitlement to believe that because you are unsuccessful in asking women out and getting uh, and it's not even getting women to go out with them it is getting women to have sex with them well they obviously didn't let them order lobster <laughs> in the uh, incel we're we're actually um, on our other podcast who said you have to which is uh, we speak a little more freely mm-hmm. on that one we are going to actually be discussing incels on that um episode so Augusta, let's try this again and see if we can Get you here. Go there. there. We go. <laughs> oh, beautiful girl. Hi. How are you all doing? We're doing well, honey. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I was. I've been listening. You know, I've been listening thank here you. for a bit. You know, and um, I just wanted to. <laughs> I'm dealing with this, okay? Because I'm. I have um, kids. You know. Oh, you we know, do too. <laughs> <laughs> and also. You know, I, I, I think there was something you said that I wanted to also um, speak on, you know, about the fact that a certain generation, I think it actually cuts across all the generations, including mine, um, might have a lot to do with the fact about upbringing you brought up. Mm-hmm. When you're made to feel like, oh, someone is going to give you a free, you know, get something for free, you know, for nothing. Or uh, you're made to feel like um, society owes you something or because you are a certain uh, sex, you know, that right. uh, things are going to be a certain way for you, you know, mm-hmm. because I, I, I find that it cuts across generations. It's not just the kids. Yes. The kids, because their generation is more vocal than ours was, you know? Uh, so it appears yeah. as if they are more entitled. We have taught them that it's okay to speak up. It's okay to let us know what you're thinking. And so they bear their minds much more than we were allowed to do with our parents. Agreed. And um, therefore, we think that they are more entitled. It's it's there. It's there. Among even amongst the female sex, there are some of us who. And you know, the point you made about some of us, the entitlements being not a very. You know, there's a positive to it. People who are entitled, yes, there are some positives. You see them sometimes. Uh, you know, they are more out. Um, they are more. Uh, how do you say it? More, more prone to you know really going after what they want sometimes. Mm-hmm. sometimes because they feel like I can get it. If I walk at it, I'm going to get it. Right. Yeah. Right. But at the other end of the spectrum are those who are just going to sit down and wait, say it's mine. It's going to come to me. Right. Right. Or I'm, you know, so it's, it has to do with a lot with where you're coming from experiences, the things you've learned along the way and the things you think, you know, in, so as parents, we have a lot of work to do. Oh, yes. Even, yeah. even once they, even once they leave the house, because my two daughters have recently come back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's happening a lot also because of the socioeconomic landscape yeah. of the, the yeah. world today, right? I, uh, I'm opportune to, I will, say inter, uh, I will say I'm intercontinental. I live, uh, I have a home in Africa. I worked in the UK and currently I have a home in the US, okay? And I still have my home in Africa, okay? So I, I have seen this among colleagues, 
But you know, it's, it's not such a bad thing when it's a, when when it's used positively. I'm entitled I to this. Yeah. Exactly. Standing, I and I totally get your point of it is important to stand for yourself. And I agree with you one hundred percent. And I and I love the point that you brought up about you know uh, this generation. We are teaching our children to stand up, to speak up, yes. and that that can definitely look like entitlement so you know now i guess it's it's time for us to take it to the next step of not just teaching them to stand up but teaching them how to do that in a polite and respectful manner yes yes you yes, know um yes. where they're they're standing for themselves but they're not encroaching on someone else or having you know if i've worked my butt off for a promotion mm -hmm. yeah i'm i do feel entitled to that because i worked yes, hard yes and i don't feel like um, the 18 year old kid who, because he's related to the boss, should, you know, yeah, should get the job, yes, you know, yes. when so I, see, my I do yeah. feel entitled to that, you yes, know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Right. My issue with entitlement comes with, um, the 18 year old kid that feels like he's entitled to the job because he's related. Yeah. You know, and you know what, when you talked about teaching our kids, not just to stand up and speak up, but also to, uh, I would say, how would I put it now? When I say, commit to what they want. You see, you know how we pray. Oh, I'm praying for this and I'm praying for that. But if you don't act on those things you're praying for, how are they going to happen? You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm. Magic. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they think it'll just magically appear. No, but exactly. we, we believe 100% in that hard work. Mm -hmm. And yes. because Laura and I have busted our butts to get where we are yes. you know and nothing was well i can't say nothing was given i mean there was blessed yeah oh, oh we, we lost you hopefully she'll I, join us again i do feel i mean i can't say that i mean we did work very hard mm -hmm. but i also feel like god gave us so much yes. but but we also i didn't expect i didn't, I didn't have it <laughs> i had no expectation of it yeah. but we did what he asked us to do and then he uh, did what he said he would do. Yeah. So, you know, I don't feel like that was an expectation on either no, side. But yeah, I, I enjoyed her point about, I guess we weren't as vocal growing right? up. Right. But we weren't so, allowed to be. Yeah. We weren't allowed and to be. And now the kids are, but they, they, I think it's gone to two extremes, right? So Agreed. we weren't vocal enough and they're just a little, in my opinion, a little, a too, little vocal. too vocal. Like, there you, you know go. what? I really don't give a shit. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> so no. Augusta, thank you so much for coming on. You had such great points and you definitely helped me to have a little more wisdom. Uh -huh. <laughs> Did you like how I threw that in there? <laughs> so what I hope everybody takes from today is that, like Augusta said, definitely we need to teach our children to stand for themselves. Mm -hmm. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. They need to stand for themselves. They need to identify what it is that they're going for and and go for it and work for it. But teach them how to do that in a respectful manner where they're not having the expectation of the world handing them anything. Because mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, you're not doing them a favor. Laura, your yes. thoughts? Um, ditto with you as well. As I always say, I like to piggyback off of yours. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words for one. <laughs> just same thing, raising our kids in a respectful manner to show respect, to to know when to speak up for themselves, um, to know when, you know, does it matter? And what's that saying? Like, is it is it truth? 
um, is it, uh, I can't remember that saying, but before you speak to know those those points, right? Is this truth? Does it matter? Does, is it going to hurt is, somebody? Is it worth it? Is yeah. it worth it? Don't assume because that makes an ass out of you and me. There you go. So listen in on your favorite podcast provider tomorrow on our podcast, Who Said You Have To, will be part three of our of our three-part series of uh, on narcissism. This uh, episode is about surviving a narcissist mm -hmm. and just some points and tips of how to handle a narcissist, which Laura always says, just run. <laughs> That's the easiest one. <laughs> just run. And next week, we will be starting our episode on incels as well. Thank you for listening to us. I see we've had a few viewers here. Yeah, we have. Yeah, it has so been I'm wonderful. enjoying wisdom. I am so too. Wisdom is a great platform to, to share our thoughts and to listen to others. I agree. Deo's the bomb. Yes. So have a wonderful, wonderful day and rest of your week. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to email us at oracleandwarrior at gmail.com. Peace. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to help us keep it going, please consider donating to our Patreon account. You can use the link in the show notes. You can also help us by subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. Reviews are how we grow our listenership. If you have suggestions for topics that you would like us to cover or have any questions, please feel free to contact us at oracleandwarrior at gmail.com. You can also check the show notes for all social media. Until next time, love eternal, the oracle. And stand for truth, the warrior.